On this episode of the AIE Podcast... Our new Guilty of the Moment is no secret. Former rifters can rift for free. Beam us up, Stig! Spring has sprung for the Clan of the Rings. And hopefully, we'll be talking with our own war chief in World of Warcraft. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 149, the Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomas. Hey, hey, party people. And joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from a broken down shack out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings, this is Accuzod. Don't, don't change the intro on me. You gotta tell me that you've changed the intro. Oh, man. You skipped all the other parts. I know, because Uh, did you notice I tried to sort of kind of read it and then my brain went, nope. How many times have you I, said that phrase now? Like, uh, like 50, 60? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. No, no, it's much more than that. It's like I 80. on episode 91. Yeah. So I'm about to hit my 50 podcast mark. Think Ooh. about that. Yeah, we're, and, um, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're and Gomez, you started way, way back. You started in like. I want to say it was 70s? the 60s. But yeah, I don't. You started in like 1960s. We yeah. didn't have podcasts. Yeah, back on then. my podcast back in 1960. Oh. Uh, I think you started in like episode 68, but I can look it up if you'd like. I I don't <laughs> honestly remember or know. And I, I was, do because remember for the hundredth episode. Well, no, I, I know you know, but I, <laughs> I they all they all start running together. So what's been going on with you guys? In the I know you're both playing World of Warcraft. So what's been going on? All right, Ludra, you want to go ahead and go before I go crazy? Yes, well, today I did it. I finally did or not today, yesterday. I finally did it, guys, and I caught my 500th pet. Woo-hoo, I know. Congrats. Did you get an oh, achievement for that? No. Oh. Well, <laughs> you that's <think>. weak. <laughs> <laughs> you think, but no. Um, I managed to one-shot chess event. I got the pet off Prince, and I was super thrilled. And then I realized, that's pet 499. Well, oh, and you were like, well, now can't... I have to find another one. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I marched up to the auction house, and I bought the one that drops off Curator. <laughs> I Bruce Wayne'd it. But, nice. yeah, other than that, uh, in World of Warcraft, I got a raid team. So I'm raiding now, and I'm totally messing up everything. So that's yeah. really fun. <laughs> that's what raiding's for. When you that's what LFR raiding, is for. <laughs> yeah, when you haven't been raiding for so long... Suddenly you realize, oh, all those things I knew. Yeah, they went right out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Gomez started on episode 63. You looked it up, didn't you? Okay, Okay, that was a while ago. Holy (laughs) cow. (laughs) So you need to have a a celebration of 163, I think, just uh, your 100th episode. (laughs) So Zod, what's been going on with you in the world of Warcraft? Oh, boy, this is awesome. I know uh, Ludra and Revenar and a bunch of people have been uh, twittering with me about it, but I leveled my druid from 86 to 90 doing nothing but pet battles. Wow. Which is actually a lot of fun. It, it took me about 16 hours worth of actual play time. I'd log on, I'd do three hours, I'd do four hours. I'd, maybe I'd jump and do a couple of pet battles. The experience for pet battles is, especially when you get like above, when your pets are above level 10, and like mm-hmm. I was in Felwood, I began noticing that the experience for, for finishing a pet battle uh, was on par with actually doing a quest turn in at level 86, which is where I was in Felwood. Wow. And so I was, I was basically doing a quest turn in every two or three minutes nonstop. Uh, yeah. just, just and crank and because you know you're always changing your pets out, you're always flying to new zone and trying new tactics against new other different pets. It it really doesn't get monotonous like kind of quest grinding does. Usually quest no, grinding. No, no. So I love it because it breaks up the the oh my god, not this zone again, and the oh if I have to run this dungeon one more time. Ah. Exactly. Or if I could do these same dailies over and over, it did, did not feel monotonous at all. It was actually a lot of fun. And now that I've actually, I found myself, I logged on this, uh, this morning before the show or this afternoon before the show and jumped in. I was like, hmm, I got about 20 minutes. I'm going to do some pet battles. You know, I got time. 
So yeah. I'm working on the quests for pet battles. I just beat Major Pain in uh, Ice Crown. Oh, Crown. Major Pain in your oh. rear? Oh, he was a <laughs> that pain. Is, no, that's his name. His name is Major Pain in your rear, and he's a spotlight hog because he's taking all the posts, and Aki the Chosen is the, the end boss, and so she's chosen. He's just a pain, and he stole spotlights, and yes, I've ranted about this before. <laughs> I, I oh, know. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> so. So, but the really the cool thing I think is um, when I started with my druid, I had like one level three pet and then a bunch of level ones because I'd never really done much more than figure it out. Uh, but now I've got a stable. I have like five or six level twenty fives, a bunch of twenty fours and twenty threes, which means when my uh, next level eighty five steps up to the plate, I'm going to start him right off in Pandaria doing level twenty five pet battles because you yes. of course you share your pets. Oh so wow! He's gonna pick up, okay. So he'll be even faster getting to 90. The only downside I must say, though, is my level 90 druid is wearing level 86 gear. Uh, so <laughs> well, I, I jumped mean, in, no, I started. No, no. To be you fair, that happens with rest experience anyway, because you end up skipping zones and then you get to the mm -hmm. new zone. You're like, whoa, stuff's hitting a little harder here than I'm used to hit hitting. So that's mm -hmm. th that is not that bad of a problem to have. I mean, yeah, that's what leather worker friends are for, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Bulvaker is uh, waiting to make me a, a mace. I believe he's going to make me something reborn. I forgot the name of it. Oh, nice. how awesome. So, so, yeah, I had an absolute blast. Now that my druid's up to 90, I'm going to find a raid team and start raiding again. Nice. I uh, I hit 90 with my third tune, finally. Uh, got my got my hunter all the way up, um, and I got the achievement. I didn't actually know there was an achievement, but for... All, if you have three characters of three different classes, uh, you get an achievement for getting the, it to 90. So, yeah, my wow. druid is my third. So, I, I got the same um, triple something. I forget the name of the Any of you guys have like a troll warrior? Because Fortuna could really use one. We've been looking for one for like four years. No, I've discovered I'm really, I'm really bad at melee classes. Like, I have, yeah, a, I think, too. a 78 or 79 uh, rogue. That I, you know, played them that far and I did some Kara stuff, but it was like, it's just not for me. It's a little too, like, it's it's, it's probably because I'm face. lazy. Because, yeah. you know. you got to run everywhere yeah. as a melee. You've really got to be I on do. everything and you got to run here. And uh, range, you're like, pew, pew, You got to try tanking because in tanking, you know, the boss is on you. So there's really nowhere you have to run to. The boss is just on you. So everyone's got to follow you around and you get to be kind of be in control of the, of the, the battle. It's, uh, I, I thought I'd like tanking. tanking I found it fun. too stressful. Ah, uh, it's easy. <laughs> taunt, hit, hit, taunt, hit, hit, taunt. You know. Well, see, I have a pet that does that for me. I don't even have to think yeah, about it. I'm just like, okay, go I over there. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, exactly. the hunter was by far the easiest, easiest character to level. And I now have unlocked three of the four plots so I can actually start to try to get enough herbs. But I took someone's advice um, I'm selling the golden lotus like individually, and mm. though that is about equivalent to us like a stack and a half of regular herbs. So wow. I was getting literally I out of I'm planting almost all herbs with Gomez, and I I was getting an average of six to eight golden lotus a day, and it was nice. like okay, nice. this is really cool, with the exception of. I want everything except Golden Lotus. Yeah. So, but I've discovered it. Yeah, I have like six or seven stacks or something. I'm just going to start selling it in the auction house one at a time. And with, with about each one of those, I can buy a stack of herbs and then, you know, grind it to try to get the, the green ink. Because I'm still trying to do the, the cards of Pandaria because I have none of them. So I figure, you know, that would be a good uh, trinket upgrade. You know, I have to admit, that's actually the kind of thing that bugs me because I have two, two of my tunes are alchemists, actually. And in order to make the, the flasks that everybody needs for, for the raiding every single night, it takes a single expensive or hard-to-find component. And that yep. just drives me crazy. Well, farming, fortunately, can, can have that, I didn't think they, of that to get you a stack of them. Um, but, hey, I'm not hating on rogues, Radozato. I'm just bad at it. I, I'm, I know tons of people that do great DPS of rogues. I'm just really, really bad at it. So I will leave he that to the people that are good. Yeah. Leave it to the pros. Leave it to the pros. <laughs> so I think, I think that we have Lank Theris online, who is here to chat with us about World of Warcraft. Lank, are you there? Come in, Lank. Uh, you, you might muted? be muted. Click on the microphone, upper right-hand corner. Yeah, that's right, not left. <laughs> yes, no. Okay, we I'm might. I'm thinking silence is a no. We might not have Lank yet. He, we can sort of see he's got an Alea Eocta S thing. It's very nice. But we are going very to go fun. ahead 
and he's in the room and he's not talking to us. Yes. He's just glaring. Yeah, he is. So what what we're going to do is we're going to go into the news, and uh, if he is able to join us, we will bring him in as soon as he's able. So here we go with AIE News. AIE News. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new guildy of the moment. Everyone give three cheers for Willow of the Super World. Hooray! Hooray! What's up? That's three. Huzzah! Yeah. <laughs> Gomez has to stand out. Many great things were said about this guildy, including this player has been super helpful and very patient every time I've spoken to her in-game. She's always answered questions when she's free and is willing to lend a helping hand. Willow is awesome! One of the nicest and most helpful people I've met in any game. Now that's high praise right there. And finally, I totally agree. She has been a vital part of AIE Secret World, and she's just all around amazing. So everybody, please congratulate Willow if you see her in game. And remember, you too can nominate somebody for Guildy of the Moment. Just send an email to officers at aie-guild.org. And I hear Lang. Do it now. Do it oh. now. <laughs> Lang is very loud. Oh. Very loud. <laughs> One second. It's stupid. But, That's all better than being very mute. So Yes. So and I it's do have to say that Willow uh, must be really awesome because every single person that I encountered in AIE Secret World is the most patient and generous person that I could possibly think of. So mm -hmm. it, for her to stand out of that group, it, she must have gone above and beyond. Or, oh, I'm she sorry. Really did. It is a she because, you know, Willow could really be either. Well, the tune is a she, so she gets to be a she. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That's, that is a, that's as much of a judgment as we can do. Like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's all we got. And uh, if, if Willow is listening and very upset, I'm sorry. I will take full credit for that. <laughs> so, Lank, you are now here. Uh, what has been going on with you? Uh, we're we're going to get into your section later, but uh, we, we don't want to have you sit quietly while we're going through other things in the news here. No, it, I've just been busy. It's been, it's... For you non-tax folks, even though you did taxes on April 15th, when you work in the world of nonprofits, the most important day is July 1st. July 1st being, well, the beginning of the new fiscal year. So I've been, you know, crazily trying to get my work's financials all set and done. Oh. So, so mm. I, I'm like, I, I, we're working on the wire. So it's like, ah. Uh, so I, I had I'd given that, alluded to the warning that I might be a little late because I'm actually currently uh, recording from my office. If I actually had a camera here, you'd actually see my nice spiffy tie. Ooh. Spiffy tie. Link wearing a tie. I got to see that. Someday. Well, I have, I have many fanciful ties. Much great ties. You know, unlike a lot of guys, I have fantastic taste when it comes to ties. Just ask my wife. He's not bragging or anything, guys. Notice the, the you know, humble tone. Humble, yes. of course. Because, yeah, there's, there's one thing that a paladin isn't is, is humble. Yes. <laughs> so, so besides that, just trying to sneak in some game time whenever I can. Okay, cool. So we will continue with the news here. So if you are a former Rift player who wandered off to do other things and wants to see how Talara has been keeping, you might, like be, me. You might be interested to know then that... If you have ever subscribed, Rift is free to play this weekend. This isn't the free to play version that's in the work. It is a special deal for former subscribers who want to check out the game to see if they, you know, want to stick around when it does go free to play or sub up if that's something that you would be interested in doing. So the free time started today, May 30th, and will last until Aludra's little flag is in the way. I can't see it. Okay, June 3rd. <laughs> Don't don't type Sorry. right below the line. Someone's reading there, Luda. I you read faster than I anticipated. I wanted to point out that I have comments. Um, Raptor reward totally worked for me, and I'm going to be there because it is awesome and super fun. And I'm one of those people. I really want to check this out. I'm very excited. So if you got the Raptor reward, you don't get 30 days free if you have an older account, but you do get the expansion. Oh, cool! So, well, the expansion free. That's 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, nice. know. I was totally excited too. I logged in and I checked it, and then this weekend announcement came out, and I had a spaz attack, which I'm so famous for. And <laughs> oh yeah, no. I know me. You're always so calm and level-headed. I am calm and level-headed. Head. I can't even get that out. Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, next up, 
The guild members of the Lord of the Rings Online AIE crew are taking advantage of the new Spring Fest in-game event coming out. It starts on June 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern, that is tomorrow, where they will have live music and later in the evening, a foray into the Ettenmores. I hope I said that correctly. Tomorrow's the 31st. Sounds right. Oh, wait a minute. There's 31 days this month? Yeah. I have to check my calendar. Okay, day after tomorrow. Uh, we have a foray into the Ettenmores for PVMP, which is player versus monster player. And if you haven't been following uh, our episodes covering Lord of the Rings Online, people, human beings, can actually log in and play monster characters against other players, which is kind of awesome. Uh, that I just love that concept. Uh, more information... What? Sorry. Okay. More information... <laughs> can be found in the Lord of the Rings section in the AIE forums. Uh, look for the post called AIE Spring Fest 13. Sorry, guys. I'm way too hyper. <laughs> Does someone give you have caramels? You car- get caramels. She's had <laughs> no, caramels. No, I, I have not had caramels. If I did, I wouldn't have shown up. <laughs> I would have done you all that favor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will keep it down, though. Except for this part. For all you current and future Starfleet captains, we are happy to announce Star Trek Online has now been added to AIU Umami membership database. All current STO Guild members need to sign up in Umami and register their characters. AIU Starfleet Admirals will be conducting a purge of all Guild members in the game that are not in Umami on June 29th. So make sure your captains are all accounted for. Big thanks to the hardworking Stig for making this important update. And I did this today. So I, I, everyone, I encourage everyone definitely do this. It, it takes, I think about 15 seconds. So yeah, I need to do mine. I haven't done not mine very yet. difficult to do. I'm, I'm level four now. So I'm, you know, not going up very fast at all, but I did putter some there this weekend. It's, it's a really fun game. It's just, again, finding the time, time. to do things. <laughs> did you fly your spaceship backwards? No. I think that's just you. Yeah. That might just be just me. I don't think mine goes backwards. No, they do. Uh, They do. They move really, really slowly. (laughs) And yeah, so I may be the only one in history and (sighs) I'm okay with that. (laughs) So if you'd like to take a peek at some of the World of Warcraft tier 14 raid content, uh, or uh, so our... The raid team, with which is within AIE, is if looks could kill, they put together a very impressive impressive video showing off their adventures in Mogishan Vaults, Heart of Fear, and the Terrace of Endless Spring. You can find the link in the AIE Azeroth forums or in our show notes. Did a really good wow. job video production-wise. It's actually very high. You want to put it up in high def because it looks great. Yes. Wow, okay. that's fantastic. The AIE cookbook is a hit, at least according to Beefmaster and Beefy Wife. The Beefs posted on the forum about the scrumptious dinner they had using or following Grudex Tater Tot Casserole Recipe. If you'd like to feed your own AIE horde, you can get a copy of the AIE cookbook in the Frog Pants store. The uh, link is in the show notes. Uh, it's just $19.95. The cookbook is full of beautiful illustrations by our own master cartoonist and head nerd Scott Johnson. And, of course, uh, full of wonderful homegrown family favorite recipes from dozens of AIE members, including myself. I put two of them in there. Me. All. Did you get some? Yep. Awesome. Yep. Uh, in fact, you know what you should do? You should buy it and you should take it to Nerdtacular and have Scott autograph it because I'm sure to put it up on eBay one day. It'd be worth tons of money. Uh, I'll autograph it. And there we go. We should all go in and sign our recipe pages. That'd be kind of neat. Yep. Um, all profits from the sales of the cookbook go to fund AIE in real life events, such as the Guild Hall at BlizzCon. So this is not like somebody putting money in your pocket. This is entirely to benefit the Guild. So it's good for AIE as well as your belly. Awesome. World of Warcraft has a new mount for sale. Woo-hoo. The Armored Bloodwing. Heck yeah, woohoo! If you have $25 American and feel like you don't have anything wicked cool to ride around in Azerothon, we suggest you give this Shadow Bat a look. It's beautiful. Another mount. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I have only bought Muli, uh, one of the baby moonkins. It's the only. The, and I believe Aww. he named it like curiously awkward or something. I don't remember because it is. It's got this like gigantic head because you know it's it's like this big on the screen. So it's it's really amusing. So if you follow the AIEE forums, there appears to be some interesting hubbub going on concerning the defense of our corporation and the Test Alliance. So Lank, 
I noticed you put some show notes in here. You do some part-time work in the space race. Anything you care to share about what is going on? Oh, the great battles of one tech smeb. Yeah, that sounds just as awful as it sounds saying it. (laughs) So all of this, um, the battling forces in in a system called one tech SMEB, one one tech smeb for short. Uh, This is all having to do with our... um, with the corpse recent uh, expunging itself of the uh, of of course the HBC the Honey Badger Coalition, so because of that uh, we now have NC Dot, which is another large alliance, the Goons themselves and Pandemic Legion, former associates within HBC, deciding to go ahead and invade this particular system, and the reason why it's so important is that from this particular system, you can jump bridge pretty much anywhere. Uh, when they took the system, supposedly uh, NC Dot jumped a bunch of, I think, super caps right into the, the home system That's of, of big Test Alliance. ships, ladies and gentlemen. You're you're doing the Eve thing here. You're, you're yeah. lapsing into lingo. I'm just letting you know. I know. So I'll try to keep it the lingo down, but yeah. So we're looking at... In a period of like a little under a week, 2,600 ships lost. Uh, Test ended up fielding about 1,200 pilots on both the first and second battles, 800 for the third battle. Um, Test was victorious, but it was really, really expensive. I have no idea what the total ISK lost was, but just to give you an idea, one of the fleets that got wiped out by a bunch of stealth bombers cost 70 billion ISK, gone in five seconds. Ooh, man. So I, I didn't even bother to figure out how much game time that is, but that would have kept me in game time for years. <laughs> Quite a few. Years. And it one isk is one game time? Uh, no, one isk, no. It, uh, one isk, you can buy a plex for about 500 Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so, so take So take 70 billion, divide it by two, then times 20, 20 bucks, you can figure out the math. I don't want to math. I'm here to podcast. Not to it's, math. A, it's a game. I don't want to do math. I know. Right? There's no maths. There's no maths. I, I, it's like I can't even calculate it because my calculator can't figure it out. I need a spreadsheet for that. Spreadsheets and space reference. Spreadsheet. The heck you so, say. Yeah. Sounds pretty epic. I want to know who bought the movie rights for it. Oh, right? uh, I was I was there on the first and second, uh, second uh, fight. And I have never in my life ever seen so many people doing so many things at every one time. There's this thing called tie-dye, time dilation. And it got so bad that it's like um, you could tell your ship to do something, walk away, make a sandwich, get a drink, eat your sandwich, drink your drink, come back. And your ship was just barely doing it because there were just so many people on the field. So, But if you want to know more about it, there is this spiffy like podcast uh, produced uh, by a couple of the um, – AIU folks called Capstable.net. Link it, of course, in the it's show notes. It's called Capstable.net? No, it's well, called it's Capstable. Capstable, <laughs> but it's at Capstable.net. I'm and, sorry, uh, I got a tease. I know, I know. It's you, the sister I never thought I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, stay tuned for more as this is just going to get bigger because it, it ain't even summer. And we to have something like this happen already in like uh, this early in, in the uh, eve season... Is, is is pretty good for all you fight folks you want to go ahead and duke it out. So stay tuned for more details. Alrighty. Uh, last up, the AIE podcast needs your input. Uh, if you're big into podcasts, and if you're listening to me speak right now, you probably are. Uh, <laughs> we are your podcast, uh, the three That's of us right. and our guests. So please tell us what you want to hear or contribute to the show. Send any comments, thoughts, suggestions, ideas, complaints, questions, large amounts of small denomination bills to us at podcasts at AIE-guild.org and help make this your own. So for more information on the news topics covered tonight, see our show notes at the AIEpodcast.com or better yet, read along in the forums at AIE-guild.org. The forums are awesome. You should go there. You should really go there. I live on the forums. I got my free Raptor code on the forums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have, to write, uh-huh. you have free stuff occasionally. And I, I see, at least in the WoW section, we're about to talk about WoW with Lank here, but I see in the WoW section, I they I can't remember. I feel bad. I can't remember his name. Gives away, like, the Warlock uh, Firebook. I think he's given away, oh, like, 16 yeah. of those things. So there's free stuff. 
just go to the forums. People will be more than happy to help you out. So there's uh, also really good conversation. Too much stuff for us to even hit on in here. Yes, we it's, we cover things amazing. that are yeah that we want to bring to the forefront. But yeah, there's way way too much going on there to actually mm-hmm. cover. So with that, we will bring Lank out uh, to chat with us about uh, you know Azeroth and what's going on in in AIE when it comes to World of Warcraft. I know, and if I can't just go ahead and put any more emphasis on, you should go see the forums. Look, screen cap, go see the forums because they're fantastic. <laughs> Negrats gives away the the tomes. Yeah, Negrats, yes. Sorry, I, I he's given away so many. He needs I just, to get credit. Yeah, just needs to get credit. Oh yes, his name is Tomboy now. <laughs> Tomboy. Tomboy. <laughs> I like it. Lolly. <laughs> All right, and for those who uh, may not know, who maybe play the other AIA games, uh, Lengtheris is. The Guildmaster, Head Cheese, Big Chief Muckety Muck of World of Warcraft. Yes, he I, is. Not Eve. I like to consider myself to be the head janitor. The head janitor. There we go. The head janitor. Uh, does that yes. mean I'm associate janitor? Man. Yeah. That's yeah. grounds. <laughs> that means you get you get the you get the you know the beat up bucket. Yes. Yeah. And the short mop. I have to bring oh, my no, own bucket to the table. Yes. <laughs> I brought my own mop. I didn't like theirs. Oh, I see. Well, snazzy fancy, aren't we? Uh-huh. Oh. So, as you may have all heard, or, or at least experienced, 5.3 has hit. So, congratulations. Escalation has hit. Have you joined the cause yet? Yep. No. I tried to this afternoon, but my gear was so low that my butt kicked. Oh. Well, oh. <laughs> were you running some of the scenarios? Or, yeah, I was uh, doing the, the single-player scenarios, like kind uh-huh. of like the intro to the whole thing, and... Man, I, I after the very first one, there's like a boss at the end that you have to fight. It's got the little floating mask that shoots beams at you, and there's a shield you got to jump in. Um, I Is was lucky; I was a druid. Um, I don't know if it's escalation. It's the one they sent me to. I got to you know quest as soon as I logged in, or as soon as I hit ninety, I quest popped up. I think that's one of the earlier ones. The escalation. That's for Throne of Thunder. Yeah, Throne of Thunder. Uh, I think you're right. I think that's you're right. five point two. So. So, oh, see, that's how far behind I am. So, uh, I, so I fought that boss for, I swear, 15, 20 minutes. Just because I'm being a druid, I could heal myself while I'm fighting. It was just, uh, is he dead yet? <laughs> and the answer I was no. no DPS. No. <laughs> no. I was doing like five DPS a second. I did five? Wow, that's amazing. No, no, no. no. Was bad. For this, was you want bad. to go to Loremaster Cho, who's above Mogushan palace i think or oh palace. yeah i couldn't yeah. do his my gear score wasn't high enough yeah okay, says you've got to go do blood in the snow and you can't do blood in the snow your gear score is not high enough to drink uh, his little okay blue. so you, you have a couple you things you need to catch up yeah you're you need not to catch up, up to some gear. age <laughs> <laughs> yeah zod's not 21 yet that's why which actually well i'll bring that up because that's one thing that i actually was thought was kind of cool is the fact that at least for this for this one if you drink that the um if you drink that uh um, Loremaster, uh, Loremaster's uh, bruise, you can go ahead and experience the scenarios on both sides, whether you're Horde or Alliance, which is kind of Really? Cool. Yes. Yes, I, I know this because for like two whole scenarios, Lank is bald. Bald <gasps> with yeah, a horrible I mustache. I was wondering what you were talking about when you said I'm Alliance and I've I a- was yeah. as bald as a cue ball and just <laughs> disturbing. It's like, oh. It's reminding me of the times I was, I was doing like uh, the, uh, the, oh, the 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 old like go back in time. Uh, oh yes. Alliance. Yeah. It's like I would always fret that I was always bald, so I put on my helmet, and then I realized that Lank as a human paladin looks like a gorilla. It's like no, just oh, you're you're ruining. For like, those not in the know, Lank Theris is known for his long flowing locks of golden tresses in glory. Lank Theris so. is pretty vain. He's pretty vain, <laughs> and to go from that flowing uh, like you know. He, uh, Lock of hair to a cue ball was a bit of a shock. So vain. So He's speaking about himself in the third person. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. just going to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Well, Lane Ferris uh, yeah. doesn't agree with that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Lane like Ferris saying, no, no, no. You guys but, should see his trading card. Oh, it yes, it's fantastic. It on the long, flowing locks. Uh, it's great because when Xenar made it, she purposely kind of created this glowing effect to the hair. So if you notice it, it's all gleamy white. It's like, oh, sparkly, sparkly, sparkles. If only my real hair was really that, you know, long and, and luxurious. Fortunately, if I, get my, if I let my hair grow that long, I look more like Inigo Montoya, so I've got like the Spanish poodle look. That's just not good. <laughs> just not good. Hello. My, My name, name is, is like, Inigo Montoya. Oh. 
<laughs> moving <laughs> on. Now that, I've, now that I've like completely derailed this podcast, which I'm oh, yeah, notoriously we for doing wow. that. So, um, Zod, once you do get your uh, your gear up, uh, I really recommend uh, going through the scenarios. I've been kind of focusing on the um, on on those and kind of the storyline of it, uh, just because that's one of the things that keeps that really keeps me engaged. Uh, as you know, may or may not know, Vol'jin has declared open rebellion against Garage. It's happened. It's fighting time. Yes. So um, you you are sent by Loremaster to to Senjin Village, where you have a talk with Vol'jin and Chen and Thrall, who has thrown his hat squarely behind Vol'jin and said, "You know what? We need to bring bring Garage down." Mm-hmm. So. Shortly after that, after a couple of quests, the Corcoran start massacring and executing the Dark Spears. Well, the Dark Spears aren't going to handle take take care of that. So there is this huge epic fight right at Senjin Village. You you have to see it. It's there's mortars. There's like land sea attacks. There's like uh, you know, flying mounts there's all over the place. Exploding other orcs. It, it, it all hell breaks loose. So, I mean, to be fair, you said, oh, you know, Thrall has totally backed Vol'jin. Yeah, because he's not crazy. Like, Garage <laughs> yeah. has shown he's kind of lost his crap. So, like, I, I think Thrall went, no, 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 no I'm going to go he's... behind that guy. Oh, dude, I, I, you know, it's like, you know, I was catching up with the uh, lore, reading it, and I just kind of listened to a lot of the audio files and dialogue. Garage is a racist, man. Total outright racist. If you're not a horde, you have no spot in my uh, in my horde. And you and you'll see it in a couple orc. of yeah. Well, if you're not an orc, you're not you have no part in the in the, in the horde. Then there's a couple of scenarios where we show you that. And there's even a part where you know Vol'jin in dialogue tells you, "Are you for the orc horde? Or are you for family?" Oh. It's, so oh. it's like it's like so he calls you out and says. Are you gonna follow him or are you gonna follow us? Your your friends and allies will back you up. So you're like, oh 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 oh, I, 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 okay. You 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 Ouch. sold me there. I sat there and my mouth dropped wide open. It's like, uh-huh. dude, Vol'jin's a badass. <laughs> Vol'jin for war chief. Well, we'll get there. So <laughs> what, once you 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 route the uh, Corcoran. Uh, you start a rather epic march into Razor Hill because um, Vol'jin occupies and conquers uh, Razor Hill. And I thought, oh, it's a cute little, like, you know, uh, event, follow Vol'jin. And you start following him, and you're mounted up, and he's walking really slow, so you're, like, looking at the sights, and you realize you look to your right, and you look to your left, and then I saw, you know what, I'm going to stop and turn around. I stopped and turned around. There's like siege engines. There's entire battalions of uh, of mounted warriors. There's bats flying around, and then I realize, crap's just going to get real. I have never seen that except for maybe a, a, a you know our own homegrown uh, homegrown group coop run. That many NPCs following you and backing you Oh, dude, you if up. we could bring siege yeah. engines to Stormwind, we would. But the game doesn't yeah. let us. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, but it's like, it's like, oh my, it's like, okay, this you you have to experience it. And the thing is, is that I highly recommend you do it now because Blizzard has says this entire run up to the siege of Ogremar is going to go away. Oh, so, so, okay. Well, that's like the, the good. So just like Wrathgate, yeah, I have not done so, it yeah. yet, so I will. I'll so, have to do that. so, so, just like Wrathgate, if you don't do it now, uh, if you don't do it when well, the period is still active, kiss goodbye. It's gone. It's there. You know, it's over. I'm like looking forward to doing it this on with a few of my alts, just because it was that cool. Maybe even frapsing it because it was great. Yeah. And the fact is that it's 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 Vol'jin, it's Thrall, it's Chen. It, you know, all all the big guys are mentioned there. Um, <clears throat> Bane shows up once you've um, taken over Razor Hill and basically pleads. You know, he uh, he swears his alliance to Vol'jin, saying, "I'm gonna get, Spoilers. I'm gonna back you up." Well, <laughs> Spoilers! What do you expect? But. <laughs> Yeah, let's but, not, uh, not let's not spoil too much here. I mean, we've I already revealed too much. we've already revealed quite a bit what's going on. So I, so, I don't want because I mean it's only been out for like three days or four days. I know, but it's <laughs> that cool. But yeah, there's there's stuff with Lothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothrothr
and, and there's this great Sylvanas reference too that Vol'jin throws out that you'll have to listen to it because because uh, heck everyone wants in everyone, mm-hmm. which you know gives me a little start of speculation you know because I'm a bit of a, a wild lore nut. So how would like Sylvanas you know take it towards Garage? I mean if you really think about it, these two don't like each other at all as in Vol'jin doesn't like Garage at all. So it's like you know they're going to pull all the stops. And then you have to remember also that, and I haven't been to Undercity, so I don't know if it's affected them now, in that, remember, the Cor- they're under they're under occupation by the Corcoran themselves. Mm. So the I didn't Cor- forget that, because I don't go there very often. No, so, you know, if you go to Undercity, the Corcoran are all over the place. So makes you wonder is what happened with the, at Senjin Village is going to happen with uh, with Undercity. Is that, and that, is that going to be an interesting little story lore bit that's going to push people you know, over the edge. Um, so, yeah. And to, the, the fact that, you know, the, the Corcoran, you know, the heroes of, of the Wrathgate that helped out are now basically nothing more than the military police, you know, militia uh, out to, you know, bend and force those that they, that Garage seemed as unworthy to be in the horde and basically turning them to the in- instruments of basically genocide. Yeah, it's like well, you sit I mean, there and you go. Garrosh, mm. I mean, the fact that they put Garrosh in charge kind of stuns me simply because it's like he sort of was always kind of preaching. Well, you know, the orcs are the only people that I really care about, and right. if you so yeah. much as look at me funny, I will cast your race out. And it was like, yeah. okay, crazy guy. And then Thrall goes, "You're the best guy here," and all yeah. of his friends went. He what? Was, what are you talking about? What? What? It's like I can already see like all everyone like face palming lore wise. Like really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Ben? But maybe what Thrall knows it? something we don't. It ain't over yet, no, kids. Oh no, no, he didn't. In <laughs> fact, it, it, do do the event and you'll see. Do you feel good? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say do the event. <laughs> do the event. Go through the event. And you'll see. It's like one of those. <sighs> but anyway. La 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 la. Can't hear you. La 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 la. <laughs> Yes, you can. Those are headphones. Oh, darn. Okay. <laughs> He's putting his fingers over his headphones, folks. I mean, that just won't work. <laughs> but yeah. I, actually, I can hear you better now. That, uh... <laughs> so, like, if that wasn't enough, there's tons of, like, class changes, battleground changes, event, you know, uh, item changes. Um, you know, battle, battle changes. Battleground changes that I have not gone seen because I've been finishing up on the storyline. Um for your herbalists and miners out there, congratulations! You can now level up in Pandaria, nice. so no, no yeah. more having to go to lower, 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 lower levels to do that. Well, so, the the one thing I don't like about that is if you're labeling or if you're a leveling a secondary profession, that you kind of can't do that. Like yeah. if you're if you're if you're trying to be a blacksmith or something, you actually need to do the mining stuff unless you unless you have a lot of money and you just want to you know dump to get raw materials. That's yeah. you know. Now, Which are gonna go up in price now. Everybody's leveling over in them. Um, Probably, yes. Yeah. yeah, and now also, you know, Blizzard has says, "Don't worry about the rest of you guys. It's coming. Awesome. <clears throat> it's just that. It's just that. I guess they just wanted to tackle herbalism and miners and show them some love. So gathering professions. Yeah. Yeah. So yay and yes. Skinners like that, need it too. Skinning. Oh yes, but I'm happy because yes, Link is a flower flower picker. You got a problem with that? Hey, I, <laughs> I grow not. them. I don't, I, I, I am stupid and did not actually have an herbalist character, but I'm, you know, trying to do inscription without having an herbalist and it's not working out as you, well as I'd you, like. You, you need an herbalist. <laughs> it, it's going okay. It's just, I'm not doing the uh, Pandaria cards as, as fast as I would like because I'm not getting mm-hmm. the rare ink. So, um, you know, we should talk because uh, I got... Tons of mats in my bank that I'm not using that I can happily throw your way. Cool. That probably, I will probably I will needs a home. Talk to you later then. Yes, because I, I only use it for flasks and such, but inks, you know, there's so many so many that aren't used now, so I can probably help you out. So, PvP wise, resilience for all. No more resilience gear. Nice. Oh, yay! We all have base. Not we all have now a base resilience for battlegrounds and you know arenas and such. And if you want to get it higher up, you've got a gem and enchant for it. Huh. And so so yeah, there so you go. So that's where everybody starts. I think with sixty five percent resilient. Yes, that's correct. The number. So it's a pretty good amount. Yeah. They also added, and I don't know if it's for every uh, if 
for every aspect of PvP, but they've added a to uh, something called Battle Fatigue, where your healing is reduced f up, up to 45%. So, uh, so to me, this in some way punishes people for healing in PvP, but I guess if everyone yeah. is reduced by 45%, it's not... But it just, it kind of seems like, well, if you're a healer, don't bother because it doesn't do nearly as much and you'll just burn through your mana. So that, that seems like okay, a really so, weird choice to me. Well, well, what, I think, what triggers it? What, what causes battle fatigue? That I need to do a little more research of. And the reason I also bring it up is that it, there's also another thing under PvP that, particularly if you're, you know, ra rated battlegrounds, if you pick up a flag, if you're a flag carrier, after a certain amount of time, you will you will uh, have a debuff that will give you a fifty percent increase to to damage. So oh, you huh. so no so it's an anti turtling thing. So gotcha. oftentimes someone will pick up a flag and you know you already have a thing where it, it lets the uh, the um, the opposition know where you're at. But now it's like if they breathe on you, you die. Um, so PVP power bonuses. To jump back, the healing specializations receive a 100% bonus to healing from PvP power. Mm -hmm. So it's like they buffed you and they nerfed you at the same time. Same time. Okay, so, so it yeah. might just end up being a wash then. Yeah, so... It might, uh, but it might be something to help them scale in the future. Yeah. Let's I, face yeah. it, we're getting pretty powerful in, in this game. We've oh, taken on gods and uh, kind of... We'll be, uh, we'll be level 100 pretty soon, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, but there, so there is that. The new scenarios, um, Blood in the Snow and Dark Heart of Pandaria, I've, I've done and I've mentioned it already. I haven't done Secrets of Ragefire yet, but I've heard I should go ahead and uh, do it because it. I haven't kinda, either. Because it, it sets on to some of the stuff that Garage is doing, stuff that he would swear he would never do, and it's like, oh. Like really? mana bombs. Oh, mana bombs and other things, and and I, all, all I'll say is that it's a reference to some of the stuff and some of the atrocities that the orcs would put themselves back in uh, in Burning Crusades. Wow. So, so, so he's doing stuff that you know, you know. Be, you remember he's a Maghar. They they were the untouched group of of orcs, and to have the Maghar or Maghar lead do what he's doing, it's it's pretty pretty eh, sketchy. Yeah. I'm surprised his skin's not green at this rate. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm surprised he hasn't taken demonic blood. Because that's that's the way he's acting. Mm -hmm. And for an orc to act this way outside the demonic blood influence is saying something a lot about this specific orc. Exactly. And they're and not good things. <laughs> and it makes me wonder, is it is yep. there some kind of is there some kind of like outward influence on him? You know, are we looking at old gods? Or is it something no. to do with the Shah? What's What's going on? Well, the well, show aren't helping, certainly. <laughs> or, or, or really, he's, or he's just a jerk. Well, you really want to read the Jaina book for more insight. You're not never inside his head, but you can see his behavior and how he's behaving from everybody else's perspective. And I just think he's just always been really, really weak. He was weak in Northrend when he was sitting on his butt crying all the time. And then somebody came along and started praising him. And Thrall is a lot of good things, but Thrall is a really lousy mentor in the fact that he never pointed out when his charge was being flawed. You know, that's not a good path to go down, you know? Gotcha. Some sense well, it, it, if, you, if you look at Thrall and you look at what we've gone through since Cataclysm and, and the early part of Pandaria, there's a fair amount of regrets about uh, yeah. the, a lot. There's about a whole the instance about it. <laughs> there's yes. A, yes. There's a, there's a lot of bad decisions. And yes, he's a great leader, but not every leader is great in all things. We all have weaknesses. And I think not me. He, oh, of course not. <laughs> Never, Zod. So you know, if we look at you know, you know, if you look at Thrall as a as a as the the lore up to it and his motivations and such. Is that you know this is what this is what his Achilles uh, tendon is, and the fact that he wants to believe that Garage is you know a leader, and he wants to really believe because you know he is from the you know the you know the clan of untouched orcs that he has what's best in mind for the horde. He's his friend's son. Let's, yeah. let's, let's be honest. This is nepotism. This is that, that's how he got the job. Yeah. Nepotism and cronyism. This is where it leads you. Well, See? but I, I mean, it, it's nepotism, but it's nepotism to a point. And then he was like, well, 
you're kind of... No, even when everybody else came came to Thrall while we were leveling to 90 and going, Dude, this is messed up. You gotta fix this. And Thrall's like, Nah, nah, you just gotta trust him. Uh, I and, promise his mother I, I wouldn't... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's it's really embarrassing to be in a horde. You know, this is the great and wise Thrall. And he's, he's Vol'jin comes up to him and goes, Dude, this is some messed up stuff happening. Especially everything since um. Whose side are you on? Yeah. And, yeah. and Thrall's like, ah, oh, you know what? My hands are really tied right now. Yeah. I've got a wife. And and yeah. <laughs> so, but if you look at you know if you look at the the future development, and we'll play speculation. The, ooh. ooh, speculative lore. Yes, I'm that kind of nerd. Um, <laughs> if if you look at the the current leadership of the of the horde, or at least the, the, the factions within the horde, who has been the one who's kind of at all avenues said, "You're wrong. This is wrong. Uh, we could do better. This guy's just going to lead the horde to 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 ruination." And the one who, again, no spoilers, is pretty much taking it upon himself to say, "You know what? We're, we're going to set. We're going to make." turn the horde into what it should be, what it really is, which is all about family, about helping each other out, not self-aggrandization self aggrand or promoting only one sect within that. So all I have to say is Vol'jin for Warchief. And also, <laughs> it's, it's Millhouse Manastorm. Look out. You thought Whoa. you saw the last of them. You heard it from me. I, I called that uh, one. That, oh. that is who the new Warchief is going to be, Millhouse Manastorm. It'll oh. be really wrong. Oh. Oh. That'd be hilarious. So, so, but we'll get back, you know, back on track. So I just want to cover a couple of other, th other things before uh, we, we go. Yeah, ahead let's and go. get so, out of lore and back to patch, yeah, right? Back in lore, because <laughs> we can be here all night long. Mm -hmm. So there is, you know, for all you transmogrifiers out there, I know a lot of people were complaining about, well, why do I have to use void storage? Can I just use, also use my bank? Blizzard fixed that, so... If you got items either in void storage or your personal bank, you can now use them for transmog. That's awesome. So, I can't tell you how many times I had to run from one side of two yes. moons to get something on my bank, run the other side, transmog. I know. Run it back. Like, well, to be and yeah. also if you put stuff in void storage, it costs money to take it out. Or to, it costs yeah. money to put it to back put it in. Back so in. Yeah. that's why I never did that. Yeah. Yeah. So so there is an in-game browser for all you folks. Ooh, how do we get it? Uh, you click on the little link. I can, I show you, but I can't right here right now. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but yes, the in-game browser it's very limited right now. Uh, I think it only shows you to like sends you to like um, Wow Wiki and a couple other uh, specific sites for references and such. So it's kind of like the uh, the Secret Worlds thing where they have the yes. No, Secret Worlds will let you have all of Google. Yeah. So so there you go. So it, it's it's for you folks who use it in Secret World or Eve or some of the other games. It's coming. It's just coming very very slowly because well, I I guess WoW doesn't want you watching you know lolcat videos while you're busy. Well, waiting. and to be so, fair, I'd rather they work on features. It turns out I have a web browser. So yeah. like I, this well, to me is not one of the more important features that they're working on. <laughs> well, well, let, let's face it. We're officers. Uh, there's one thing that I've learned about all, all, all the AIE officers. We've all gone, we've all made the jump to dual screens. So the no, in-game browser is... Don't go fibbing. Two, two computers, I, I, actually. I don't even do yeah. two screens. I just I, have a second I, computer. <laughs> hey, I've got dual screens. I went to go visit uh, uh, Tetsemi and his wife and, and Alakaz and his wife, and they got dual screens. I think Nymphador is thinking about doing dual screens. I'm thinking about it. I just can't afford it yet. <laughs> I know, but it's well, just so, like... Yeah, so ideally, you would have two screens or more. Yeah. Ideally, I'd yeah. have a wall of screens. <laughs> you know, Matrix style on you guys. So... There's a gear level cap in Battlegrounds, rated Battlegrounds arenas. All gear is now capped at level 496. Does it scale it down mm. or does it strip you from it? It's hmm. uh, it's it's if you got higher than 496, it scales it down to 496. Okay, well that's at least good. Oh. You don't have to have a separate set for. Oh, here's all my 496 mm. gear that I battleground with. So that's at yeah. least not as so, bad. But so so I think Blizzard's leveling the play, uh, the playing field a good, little bit there. Because Oh no, she cut out. Yep, we lost Ludra. Oh Ludra. no, no, nope, Ludra back got now. capped. Right, my back. Oh, okay. Yes. So I'm sorry, okay. you were saying Ludra. Well, one thing that's really difficult is to come into a battleground, anything mid-season, mid 
where everybody else is geared to the nines and you're just easy pickings. And you just get decimated one shot. Yeah, yeah. you just uh, repeatedly because once they kill you once with one shot, they get they they're all on vent having a good time. I would be mm-hmm. too. And yep. going, hey, hey, there's that mage over there. Her name's like Aludara or something. Go one shot her, free honor, and everybody goes, yeah. Now, now, another interesting thing is that they've instituted, much like in LFR and in in Five Man, random Five Mans, a PvP role check in Battlegrounds. Huh? Really? So So you can actually see if you have a healer. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and build around it, like say you don't have a tank, and like for AV, you kind of need. You kind of need a tank. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, so so now. I, I don't know how it's going to really, if it's working, because I haven't stuck my nose in there yet. But it's like, will the team not be viable until you have a certain thing? And the, th- the problem is that most people that I know who are battlegrounding, except for maybe paladins, will go in their DPS uh, spec. So we'll, we'll, I'll yeah. have to stick my well, nose I mean, and do a little it's research PvP. There. Your job is to kill the other guy before he kills you. I kind yeah. of understand why they would <laughs> go in DPS vets. Well, well, not only that, with the legendary quest line, we've all got a PvP. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if, I mean, if you get to a certain point, we've all got to go in there and PvP. So I, I like the fact that, you know, the healers don't have to change out of their comfort zone and maybe not the tanks either. So, so there you go. So that's, that's, we're going there. So, and um, a, a reference to the forums because I love the forums. It's a thread that has not died, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, someone went ahead and necroed the uh, the Lolcat Friday prepping for Catterday post. We need more cat pictures. It's what? not Friday, but you post on Friday. <laughs> it's Thursday today. Okay, tomorrow's Friday. I guess when that's, that's when true. I guess most people will probably listen to it tomorrow, so it will be yeah. yes. Yes. So I will not be happy until that that post goes beyond the forty something odd pages it has currently. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That wow. is that is some tradition. Necro, definitely. That's that's crazy. It's guild <laughs> tradition, and all I have to say is blame Xanar for it because she's the one who started it. And also, oh, right. no. so are no these more... uh, real life cats or are they like in game cats? Yes. Yeah. I think okay. is the appropriate. If it's a lol cat, all right. that's all people want, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, without any more spoilers, man, games only been out for three days and you're a crazy spoiler, man. Um, is there anything <laughs> else that you wanted to uh, briefly mention here? We need to wrap up relatively soon here. Uh, I mentioned last time. Congrats on the the um, craft fair. That was oh, great. Yes, yeah, yes, so, it was great. So I I cannot keep enough like praise on you guys who did it. Thank goodness for you guys are there. Um, I know Our they've implemented. Off. Yeah, I know they've implemented a couple of changes to the craft fair system. And some folks are like, you know, they're they're debating about talking it out. But the thing is that, well, even with all the tools that Blizzard gave us. They're woefully inadequate for what we want to yeah, do. Yeah, well, it, I, and I, I, I still love that Book of Heroes, one of the the mods or developers actually said most people don't have AIE problems, and then Problems. they did increase the guild yeah. cap. So there. Like, <laughs> ah, most people do. <laughs> no, AIE problems. We've it's become... funny, funny you mention that because I, I get We need to make that... those shirts. I get that referenced actually in, in game all the time whenever someone you know comes to me and says something in like, via whispers or um, or invent like they complain about something and then they stop and go hashtag AIE problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I t- I've been hearing that too. I totally forgot to mention that this weekend was the double loyalty weekend for uh, Book of Heroes. You did not forget that. I well no, I but mean- I mean I mentioned it last week. But I didn't mention, oh. like, a- after it happened, I've never seen so many raids started in a period of four days. It was, like, know, every got, 10 yeah. minutes I would look at my phone and be like, there's another one starting. So people were crazy to get in double loyalty weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, w- that was a lot of fun. Congratulations to all you guys, man. You made my tablet ring nonstop. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... The only other thing I have got really got to add is that ha, have to add is that besides gearing up, I'm going to probably start seriously looking at looking for a raid team or starting up a raid team or something because I need to catch up with some of the raid story storyline. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I might be you know if you get this like poorly poorly geared paladin saying hey you need an extra DPSer, poorly geared paladin with beautiful hair, long <laughs> beautiful flowing hair. locks. 
<laughs> long flowing locks, locks uh, you know, great disposition, slightly murderous, and makes great food. I'm your person. Really good food. <laughs> okay, well, that is our show for this evening. We want to thank Link for joining us and chatting uh, with us about AIE in World of Warcraft, our, still our crowning jewel, still by far our largest membership. And uh, thanks to the chat room for joining us and adding some great commentary. Next week, I believe we'll be chatting with the folks in EVE because we touched briefly on what they're going on this week, but Delve is going on. There's some crazy town happening. So. There's, yeah, they are very <coughs> excited to be on. Yeah, Stay tuned. Oh, God. No, no, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, definitely listen because there's so much going on there. It's redonkulous. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're proud of them. Stay tuned as we've got some great AIE member segments coming right up, including Overly Dramatic News, Aludra's Pets, PvP 101, Asmus Mulgra, Epic Divers, and Hailing Frequencies. But first, if you need to reach us, you could email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The show itself is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. I am at Accuzad. Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. And you can follow Langtheris at Langtheris. You can watch us live every Thursday at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern? I think it's yes. I forget what time it is. Okay, 9 p.m. Eastern on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Just click the live button, join the chat room, and then uh, play along. If you miss a show, you want to see whatever it was we were showing on our screens or check out Aludra's Funny Hats, uh, you can watch our shows on YouTube. Look for the user The AIE Podcast. And as always, our awesome theme you heard at the start of the show was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. You can follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter. Thank Thanks you very all. much. Thank you. Bye. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register. Put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Justice finally catches up to famous Pandaren Brewer. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. If you spent any time in the Barrens back before Deathwing tore it apart, you remember them. The countless empty kegs scattered across the landscape, each bearing the name Chen Stormstout. It was impossible to take in the natural beauty of the Barrens when your eyes were always drawn to those unsightly, carelessly discarded barrels. For years, there's been a warrant out for Stormstout's arrest on charges of littering and improper disposal of hazardous waste, but nobody could locate him. That all changed, however, this past Tuesday when the elusive Pandaren suddenly appeared in Senjin Village. Several officers from the Crossroads Police Department swooped in to nab the fugitive, but were forced to reconsider when they saw Chen in the company of Horde leaders Thrall, Voljin, and Bane Bloodhoof. An ugly confrontation was averted when Chen pointed out that A, the statute of limitations had run out, and B, all the kegs had exploded when exposed to Deathwing's fire breath during the cataclysm, so there was no evidence against him. The charges were dropped, but Bane Bloodhoof still felt the need to chastise the wandering brewer for his careless treatment of Kalimdor's environment. All present were visibly moved as they watched the torn leader face Stormstout and say, with tears streaming down his cheeks, Pandaren start pollution, Pandaren can stop it. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Luger the Mage here, finding the pets the hard way. So, the biggest new pet in 5.3 is the Unborn Valkyr. 
And I don't mean size-wise, but the amount of discussion she's generating. Mumper on Twitter announced that she had no set spawn points, which was a really an interesting cool idea to this mage, and hinted that she had specific spawning conditions, but didn't let us in on the secret. Pet Collectors of Azeroth took up the challenge, and started pooling our resources and knowledge about her spawn points. We've noticed that she tends to spawn in up to three spawn points per zone. In the interest of not boring you with a string of numbers you'll quickly forget, I'll tell you right now, I will have the info up on eludraspets.com. The Unborn Valkyr is a level 21 to 23 undead pet, so make sure you have the critter ready to go. Currently, she won't follow any flying mounts, but that's in the works to get fixed. She's also said to raise dead, nearby critters, restoring them to life. Dude, your own personal undead pet army? That sounds awesome. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. And for more Battle Pet information, head on over to BattlePet.net. Welcome back to PvP 101. I'm Chris the Prof, and I'm here to get you started with PvP in World of Warcraft. Patch 5.3 introduced a new battleground that I can't wait to talk with you guys about. But I want to play around with it some more before I have a chance to fully talk about it. Instead, we're going to go back and look at an older battleground. This time, it's a Rathy Basin. Rathy Basin is a 15 on 15 control point map. There are five different locations spread across the map. The farm, the lumber mill, the gold mine, the blacksmith, and the stables. By capturing these various places, your team will begin to earn resources. The first team to gain 1,600 resources wins. Obviously, to win this battleground, you will need to try and capture more locations than the opposing faction, which will cause your team to build up resources faster. It is very important that you communicate well with your teammates on this map, as you must work together to assault new locations while protecting the ones that you already have. Thank you guys for listening to this segment. For any questions or tips of your own that you'd like to share, email me at chris at ocdcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at ChrisTheProf. Until next time, class is dismissed. Thramka, and welcome to Ask Miss Melgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what should I do with the stone, wood, oil, and meat that is littered all over the barrens? Littering anywhere in Azeroth is not appropriate, especially in the barrens, where there are too few litter baskets for proper waste disposal. The recently increased Korkron presence means that more guards are throwing their hamburger wrappers everywhere. Not only that, they are keeping the laborers far too busy for the regularly scheduled garbage pickup. I suggest that you pick up as many of those items as you can carry and recycle them. I believe there is a troll recycling station just west of Reza Hill. Talk to Kita Arotusk. Trolls are very good at recycling. Have you seen the way they use up oh, old dolls, bits of string, teeth, and flasks of old potions when they create totems? I am Miss Mulgrim, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Epic Diapers. Hey y'all, it's Six, and well, after more than four years of raiding with my team, I'm taking the summer off to spend more time with my family instead of my virtual family. It does feel nice to get more time at night with my wife and kids on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but man, I really do miss the raiding scene. However, I've refocused my few hours of weekly playtime in Azeroth into farming. I mean, literal farming. And of course, leveling alts with a 33% nerf to XP between levels 85 and 90. If you aren't raiding or you don't have a weekly commitment, I'd suggest you think of things you'd like to do in-game and then make a checklist in order of what you can get done in a short window of playing time. 
Perhaps it's trying out the new heroic scenarios for I-Level 516 loot. Maybe expanded pet battles, leveling alts, killing three bosses in LFR, transmog runs, making a little cash in the auction house, or maybe just getting out your little sexy blood elf to dance in the mailbox all night. Whatever it is, do what you want, and make sure you're having fun without taking away from someone else. You can follow me on Twitter at Epic Diapers or visit my blog at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. Hi, I'm Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online, and handling frequencies are open. <whistles> Alia Octaast Classis is now bona fide. You can now apply to the AIE fleet using Umami. Just point your browser to https umami.aie-universal.net slash game slash STO. Basically, the Umami site with STO is the game listed. And remember to get your application in. Take note of the name of each character applying to the fleet, as well as your at symbol account handle. If your application is approved, you should receive an email as well as an in-game invite. For current fleet members, you too should get your applications in, as we will be doing a fleet purge on June 29th that will remove any fleet members not in the Umami system. Along with our Umami setup, we'll also have our very own dedicated sub-forum now in the Alia Yakta Est section of the Extra Life forums. At last count, the fleet boasts over 120 members, and it is growing strong with the influx of new Romulan blood. Even though the game is currently free to play, Cryptic is having a lifetime subscription sale that includes all the perks from a lifetime membership, a gold membership, as well as all current and future veteran rewards. This includes ships like a special faction-specific destroyer, captain's yacht, android bridge officer, costume unlocks, free respects, and much, much more. A full list can be found on the aforementioned STO section on the AIE forum. Ready to party with your fellow fleet members? Alea Iacta Est Classis is going to be hosting a in-game party on their starbase on Wednesday, June 5th. Details to follow, so again, check the forums for information as it develops. See you around the spaceways, and remember, set phasers for pew, 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 pew! Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est. There we have episode 149 of the AIE podcast. A big thanks to Lang Ferris for coming on to talk with us about Patch 5.3 and the World of Warcraft. Next week, we'll be heading into space and hearing about EVE Online. Hope you'll join us then. Like you're there!